Welcome to the Living Jewishly Podcast. I'm Dr. Elliot Malamud. And I'm Rabbi Yossi Saperman. We talk about Judaism, and we talk about living, and we talk about everything in between. Judaism is not nearly as boring as I thought it was now that I talk to Elliot regularly. We're not selling you on Judaism. We're not selling you on living. We're just trying to get you inside of our brains, the way we think about stuff. By getting you into our Jewish brain, you'll argue a lot, you'll disagree, you'll love, you'll eat, you'll have a really good time, you'll learn a lot of things, and you know what? You might actually find that all those 3,000 years have been worth it. Hey, and welcome to part two of Living Jewishly Conversations. So before I get started, I want to introduce a concept called circles of belonging. It's this idea that we have three circles of belonging. The center, which is the self. The middle, which is what we're talking about today, is our families, our friends, and our communities. And the third, the world. So we're going to be talking about community today. And to start, we're going to do some brainstorming about what communities we're part of. So Shachar, do you want to tell me what, what communities are you part of? I think my family both my close family, the people that live in my house, and the more extended family. For me, sadly, most of my extended family lives in Israel, so I, they're kind of a far away community, but I still talk to them quite a bit. My friends are also a really big part of my life, and I'm, I'm, I really love them, and I love hanging out with them. And um, my school is also a big thing. Maybe mm. I, not as big. But um, the people, the teachers, a lot of them, I feel like I have some good teachers that are there for me and a lot of friends from school. And um, there's a summer camp that I go to that I also really, I really enjoy that. And I also, my counselors and my friends, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think those are the big ones. Nice. Belle, are there any other ones that, that come to your mind? Uh, you don't need to repeat all of what Shachar <laughs> said. I think definitely a lot of what Shachar said mm. is true. I feel like Toronto is like one big community, oh. you know? There, okay. It can be more extended like that. Cool. So maybe do you want to share a little bit what makes these, thi- these things communities? There's a lot of things. And obviously, the communities are very different. The things that make my family my family are very different than the things that make my summer camp my summer camp. But I think it's a sense of belonging. A thing is your community. If you say that it's your community, it's first of all, it's like a thing that you decide. And it's also like you care about those people and they care about you and they are willing to help you and you're willing to help them. It's really like a mutual kind of relationship. Yeah, to me, I think about community as like a group of people who either share like a location together, common interests or some sort of common purpose. Mm -hmm. And within that, there's a lot of different nuances. But I think for people at home, maybe take a second and think, what is an important community to me? And for you two, you can think about that too. And maybe write it down to remember for later. But before we talk more about community, I want to talk a little bit about personal relationships. And so I want to take, take a moment and think to yourself, like, what is a relationship in my life, a friendship, that has had a positive influence on me? Bella, do you want to share a little bit about what, what is this positive influence that a, that a good, healthy relationship has? To give a you know, more specific example, someone who I'd like to call out is my mom, someone who has obviously been there since I was born mm-hmm. and throughout my life has just positively supported me mm-hmm. and has been there for me. And it can be it, like for a variety of things, you know, emotionally, physically, providing me with a home and food and, you know, the basics. But yeah, just always being there for me and being able to have a sort of two-way communication. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that'd be something. So maybe to dig a little bit deeper, 
what what role or responsibility do you feel that you hold in making that relationship positive? So like I said, you know, having two-way communication, you know, it's my family, so obviously there's a bit of a difference between me being her daughter and her being mm -hmm. my mother. I think that being able to support her in my own way. Mm -hmm. yeah. How about you, Shahar? Do you have anything that you want to share? Yeah, I, I feel the same about my parents. Although, you know, it's, it's sometimes it's important to not take for granted your family especially because like we think because we are with them all the time sometimes it's easier to remember the bad things and not the good ones um, but I'm very grateful to have my parents and for I think an important thing for me is my friends because I had my fair share of like unhealthy relationship with friends and I had some friends that like I were friends with for a while I realized it wasn't a good thing and I had to like cut it off and stop hanging out with them because they weren't a positive influence. So really the friends I have now that I kind of like over the last years, I kind of kept finding more and more and kind of getting more connected to them. I think I'm very grateful for that. And I, yeah, and it's really just like Bella said, it's a mutual thing, although it might be like a different every side, like with friendship is a bit less, but like with parents, like the relationship is like your part is different, but it's still, comes from a place of love and, yeah. and very mutual. And you both outline this idea of mutual or both having a part. Um, and I think that's really important when thinking about our relationships with other people is that it's two-way street. Of, it's not a one-sided space or relationship or conversation. Um, and I think and I wonder if we took that concept that everyone has a role in a, in a friendship, for example, in making it a positive one, and we apply it to thinking about community, would you relate to that in saying that everyone has a role in community in making it a positive space, or do you feel that it's different? I feel that it's, it's the same thing, but on like a bigger scale, mm. obviously, and maybe less personal and more like, like an example is my summer camp, everybody, like the counselors and the, the camp director and like the kids, even different age groups of kids. It's so many different parts that people like, all parts are so important, but so different in making the place a positive place. Like, even if I wouldn't go to that camp if all of my, like, my friends were real nice, but the counselors weren't, and vice versa, you know? Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, like Shahar said, everybody plays a different role. And I think that people's roles can change over the years, you know, for example, at the summer camp, as you grow older, you stop being, you know, the little kid and you start taking on a lot more responsibility and getting more into that leadership role. And so I think that can definitely be applied to lots of communities. And I think another community that we haven't mentioned yet is like the Jewish community. Mm. And so some people can be more passively, you know, supporting the Jewish community and being there. And others can be definitely more like, you know, rabbis and they're actively leading the community. So you're saying there's different roles that each person or a group of people have to play and that it makes up what will create a positive community. It's not just about everyone playing a specific role. It's really around yeah, the diversity. All, all the roles are necessary, yeah, even the, sure. the more passive ones. Mm -hmm. Great. And so I'm wondering, Shahar, if you could elaborate a little bit more on what does it really mean to be part of a community? Past the more like basic levels of like, oh, well, here I've got a friend of group, a group of friends that I can hang out with. For me, it's, it's a weird thing because I was very deep in the community in Israel 
And then when I moved here, it was like a big shift. It was very difficult, like all the people in my neighborhood and my school and my family. So it really also a thing that made me understand how important the community is. But it also gave me hope because I was able to build a new community and enter new communities. So that was good. For me, it's just, no, it's really, I keep, I feel like I'm saying the same thing, but it's really about the sense of belonging. Yeah. It's really about, I feel that I'm part of a community. It makes me feel safe. It makes me feel good to know that there's people who care for me. And it also makes me feel good to know that I care for those people as well, you know? And what, maybe, what impact has it had on you, this process of finding new community since moving here? It made me really appreciate the people a bit more. I don't take it for granted, like, because there was a time when I just moved here when I didn't really know anyone and when I was mostly, like, alone, and I didn't, except for my family, of course. So that really made me understand how important the community is and really made me see what are the things specifically about a community that are important. Good thought. Do you have anything to add to that, Bella, or do you, is it something that Shachar highlighted well? I think he highlighted it well. But yeah, just that you can be part of different communities in your life. Like Shachar said, you know, he was part of the community when he lived in Israel, and now he's forming new connections and becoming part of things now that he's here. And so even if you're not, you know, moving to a different country across the world, <laughs> you can still be evolving throughout your life and be passionate about different things at different times. And I think something that I've realized over the years is that it's really hard to find a community that you're like, I really feel safe here, I really feel supported, I feel inspired to support others and get involved. But I think it's a process that, that we all sort of go through of, of finding community that we feel is meaningful for us and sort of going through the experience of, yeah, this is a cool place, but like, do I really feel deeply rooted in this, in this place? And something that's interesting to me in Judaism is that we start every year in, a, in community. We say that at the beginning of the year during Rosh Hashanah, we should be st starting sort of like our first step into the new year in community. Uh, I think that's really significant. And I'm wondering, Bella, what do you think of that? Is that... What's the significance of starting the, the Jewish New Year in community together? That is, you know, definitely something that is important to a lot of people. And Judaism means something different for each person, right? And so at Rosh Hashanah, I know that I personally, um, you know, when it's not during COVID, I usually go down to Montreal where my uh, dad's family lives. And I, you know, go to synagogue there. Mm. And it feels nice and supportive to be part of that community there. And so Rosh Hashanah, for me personally, it sort of brings me together with that group of people who I don't see very often. And I'm wondering, Shachar, are there any lessons that you think can be learned from starting the, the new year in community? It can help really understand how important being a part of a community is and how much of a positive impact the community is that we are in, have on our lives. Yeah. And it really can help us like put the year into perspective and know that we're not in this alone and there's people around that can help us. I think a lesson for me that I've learned is that you have the, you, sh you should be able to, you, you're allowed to shape the community the way that you, you want to. But also it's really hard to feel like we have that type of space, I think, especially as young people. And so I just want to say that it's okay to not feel like 
I found this perfect community, lets me be supported and happy and do all of these things that I want to do, that's totally okay. I think it's just important to also explore and understand, well, what, how can I find that, that type of space that makes me really feel supported? And not just finding it, maybe even creating a space. Yeah, that's really true. And so sort of to, to sort of wrap up what we've been talking about, in the last session we spoke about self-care and different methods of self-care and the importance of taking care of ourselves. And now we're talking about community. And I actually think those two things are really intertwined. I think that finding community that feels supportive, that feels healthy, um, is a really big part of taking care of yourself and self-care. And I think that similarly to last episode, this is a time for us to reflect a little bit and think, how do we want to be involved with the communities that are important to us? So maybe you wrote down a community that's important to you. Look at that name, think, okay, how can I be involved in this this year? What is one thing that I haven't been doing in this community that I'm like, I feel like I wanna try this out? For example, it could be, I didn't go to Shabbat dinners usually, but I wanna try it out and I'm gonna bring my friend. Or maybe it's, I wanna help plan something for Chanukah because I have a really cool idea on how Chanukah can be more fun. Um, but really take a few minutes and think, what is a way to challenge my community to grow in a way that I feel is a positive thing and, and, practice, and just practice it, give yourself the chance. And after, if you're like, that wasn't that great, that's okay. And if you think it was awesome, that's also okay. And maybe you found a new way of engaging in community that feels meaningful to you. And so before we end off, I'm wondering if Bella or Shachar, do you have any final thoughts about the, what we've been talking about, community and being involved in the importance and significance of community? I just wanted to add to the last thing you said about kind of being an active role and trying to like change and improve things that a lot of things, it's important to remember that a lot of things that might seem like they were always there, a lot of things that might make your community really a community that you love have been changed by people like you that like had an idea of how to make something better. And like it can be very intimidating to like this, see this big community that works in that way and think like, wait, can I really, is my idea really worth it? Uh, but it's important to remember that a lot of the things might have been changed in the same way. A lot of the things that you love about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, what you're saying relating to self-care and being part of a community, they're definitely connected. Creating a support, a support system is a type of self-care. You know, so looking through that, you can see like your friends and your family, maybe teachers at school who you really help, you find that are really helpful to you. Yeah, I think you can create your own community in that way. And it's a community of people who help you feel better. Yeah, and I think just to end off, like the important thing here is not to create this grand plan of making a change, but it's about setting the intentions of the way that you want to act this year and interact with a community that you care about. And going through that process of seeing how's it going to feel for me to set that intention. And so I hope everyone has a great rest of your day. And yeah, hopefully we'll see you next week in our third episode of Living Jewishly Conversations. Thanks for listening to the Living Jewishly podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. It helps more people like you find our show so that we can continue to grow the Living Jewishly community together. You can find us at livingjewishly.org and on YouTube and Instagram. Living Jewishly is living well with everyone.